welcome to On the Couches. I'm sitting here in the hot seat today. Oh I'm boy. so excited to be uh, joined by John and Jeff, our lead pastor. Today we're going to have a conversation that I actually think is going to be pretty divisive, uh, even though the yes. topic is unity. Yes. Um, and so we're talking about unity today, and, and the whole premise around this conversation is we live in a world that's full of division. We live in a world that is so polar opposite. You have to choose. What side do I live on? Do I live on you know, the liberal or conservative side of things? Do I live um, in a world where I get a vaccine or I don't get a vaccine? Do I drink uh, Coke or Pepsi? Coke or Pepsi. Okay. Wow, okay. Division. What one is it? Well, there's only one. There's, right. I'm going to tell you right now, this isn't even a divisive issue. Yeah. This is a theological issue that yeah, is important. Right. Yeah. Coke is the choice of yeah. God. It's the nectars yeah. of the heaven. Yeah. Why? It's red for the blood of Christ. White wow. for, the, for, the, for the purity of Jesus. I think what you were looking there right? for was your quotable. Coke is the nectar of the gods. Yes. That's, that's I'm just telling you, Pepsi... Pepsi is is black and, and and blue for abuse. Like it's. Are you one of those people though, that would go to a restaurant and it, you ordered a diet coke or a Coke Zero or what have you? Not a regular Coke because because I only drink Coke Zero. We're all about it here. And it. they were like, "Well, we have Pepsi," and you'd be one of those guys to be like, "Is it okay if I pay a Monopoly money?" <laughs> and your ki- and your kids are like, Ugh. "My kids have actually my kids have failed womp. me." I'm gonna do a shout out right now. What camera am I looking at? I'm looking at this one. I'm telling you right now, I'm I am a I have a failed as a father because wow because my kids are drinking. Pepsi Zero, and I'm so upset at them. I'm like, this this garbage should not be allowed in my house. Yeah, like, this I was, is, I this was, is a, uh, uh, an abomination of, of, of they the, need a fresh revelation. They, for they sure. need submission. They are not <laughs> in unity. They are walking in rebellion and disregard for for the father of the house. Amazing. So this conversation is brought to you by Coke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I, listen, Coke, if you want to sponsor, let us there know. That's yes. right. Uh, so we're here. We're having a conversation around unity. And the reality is um, we believe um, that as the body of Christ, as a, as a group of believers, mm-hmm. that we are to fight for unity. It actually says in Psalms 133 how good and pleasing it is for oh. brothers and sisters to dwell in unity. And so I actually want to wrestle with that. What does unity look like? What, you know, in, in a world where I have to choose one side or another, sure. do I believe in this? Do I not believe in this? Um, and we have so many different sects of faith, mm-hmm. different different expressions. How do how do we fight for unity? Yeah, I think that's important. You got to create that like foundational definition of Mm -hmm. unity, right? Like it's so easy. I think right now for us to be like, you know, you're at a barbecue with somebody or you're on a zoom call with somebody. I mean, and, uh, anyways, but you're talking to somebody and like, you're having a great conversation and then something comes up that you disagree with. And it's like, I have to pick a side. I have to be this and, and that. And so creating a, like a definition, a working definition for the church on what does unity look like Mm -hmm. is super important to me. Unity means that I can be in the same room with you and that we can celebrate each other's differences. Mm. We can celebrate the things that uh, we can agree on and, and we can have a great conversation. We can actually even meaningfully engage with each other. That to me would be like a great practical definition of unity, especially mm. as it relates to the church. You're going to have a better definition of unity, though. Oh, I don't know about that. I, I was just thinking that for me, unity is where I'm going, I'm going to, we can be unified on the big issues. Mm-hmm. And have disagreement on the small issues. Sure, a classic JB quote would be. Uh, so it's Augustine. I'm not going to take. Oh, credit my for bad, it. my bad. That's but uh, the quote is: "In essentials, unity; in mm-hmm. non-essentials, liberty; in everything, 
Harmony? Harmony? Is that what it is? Is that what it is? Uh, I think I have it here. Charity. I, charity. Charity. Oh, That's right. Right. Yeah. Shout out producer Matt. Producer, producer Matt, Matt drops the bomb. <laughs> Thanks for him being more prepared. But I love it. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so, but no, but seriously, like I, I think in that, like what you're saying that I think is so powerful because look, there's there's absolutes that we as followers of Christ have mm-hmm. to hold on to. Those absolutes may not be what some people want to force them to be, mm-hmm. right? Those absolutes aren't necessary sexuality. Those absolutes aren't vaccine or not vaccine. Those absolutes oh, are those hot who, topics right off the bat. I just right? went from I Coke went versus Pepsi yeah. to like, but, oh boy. But but those, well, okay, well, that is an absolute. Okay, oh. <laughs> Apple <laughs> versus PC. Oh okay. man, oh, yeah. Fair. Is PC still around? No. Yeah, I don't even know. Hey. If you're watching this on a PC, is it lagging? Um, yeah. But, but, <laughs> hey, J- Justin Schwinn, our youth pastor, just built a PC, yeah. and I just why? Yeah, I don't know why. I don't, I don't understand it. Yeah. Anyways, um, but like the essentials, like. Mm-hmm. Do you believe in Jesus? Do you believe he's the son of God? Like mm-hmm. those, those are like that, that's core. Mm-hmm. And if there's there, then I think there's room for unity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If, if, if there's not that, mm-hmm. then I don't know what unity would be defined as and what, now there can be embrace, relationship, respect, honor, all of those kind of things, sure. right? But can I tie myself mm-hmm. to that? Yeah, and I think that was a good question that we were asking before we started this was, does unity automatically equate agreement on every single issue? Parity, yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. Or is unity um, purely submission to an objective moral authority? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like sometimes unity doesn't feel sexy, right? Sometimes unity is actually really difficult and really hard and something that we don't really it's easier to devalue or it's easier to say, I'm going to hang out at my camp. I'm going to hang out at my house. Uh, we've disagreed on this issue. And so it's easier for me not to actually hang out with you anymore or talk to you anymore. But does that mean, like, I, here, I want to throw this to you. Then on that like, question, on the couch. because I'm not willing to partner with you. Does that mean I'm disunified with you? Ooh, great question. Right. Cause I, I think that we get that all the time where it's like, mm. You have to believe the way I believe, and then you have to engage with me the way I want you to engage with me. Mm-hmm. And if you aren't engaging with me the way I want you to engage with me, if you're not believing what I want you to believe, then you're not unified with me. And sure. I'd actually be like, no, I'm actually unified with you because I'm unified, you know, in our Christian world, I'm unified under the blood of Christ. Mm-hmm. In a hum- humanistic world, I'm, I'm unified in our, in our humanity, right? Sure. Like, I'm unified with you, but I don't necessarily want to tie myself to you. Right. Ultimately, is agree to disagree a biblical concept? Right? Can we can yeah. we can we still do amazing things together, or even not do amazing things together, but still be in unity in other ways? Right. Right. I'm just saying I don't hmm. know if partnership is equal to unity. Oof. Yeah, I, I, th- I think Tough. that I think there mm-hmm. is a room. Um, like like the saying is like in essentials, you have to have some sort of common ground. If you don't have a common ground on the essentials, um, then there's not really room. There's not permission for unity. Can those essentials be uh, changeable? So, so let me let me put it in practicality. Okay, so again, I'm I'm talking as a pastor of a mm. of a church in a local community, right? So, in essence, I should be in unity with other Christian churches. Can I be in unity with a non-Christian church? Uh, church, like meaning, could I be in unity with another um, faith? Like a mosque, a mosque or like near the a, mosque or, or a, a temple synagogue or, or a synagogue, right? Could I be in unity mm. with them? 
Great question. That's why I threw it to the. That's why I asked it before anyone else. Jonathan, how do you feel about that? Uh, That's that's a difficult (laughs) question. I do think that um, I do think you can embody love, and love fights for the other person. You know, Mm -hmm. the Bible says, "Greater love has no man than this than than that who lays down his life." Right, and so that that is an act of submission. That is Mm an act of self sacrifice for the other person sure. that doesn't mean self-sacrifice i i think we misconstrue it to to be that i have to lay down my beliefs and my values or mm-hmm. my morals that jesus never laid down his morals when he sacrificed of himself he still believed firmly in what he believed sure but he laid down his preference he right. laid down his is you know his so can we do that can we lay down our our belief of mm-hmm. Christ is the only way to be in unity with uh, a mosque. Right. I think the answer would be no, but I think I think what you're trying to touch at is like we can choose to celebrate things. So a great example of this, uh, if you haven't but watched... Hold on. The- no, I want to push back. No, this, no, no. This, I'm, this I'm, getting, I'm, saying, I'm no. going to answer it. I'm a host for one show and we're already going, we're going <laughs> this deep. Is this, this is perfect. Let's wrestle. No, but you said the word no. And Wait, I'm just saying, no, I, could there I not can't, be... I can't forsake that... I believe that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. That mm-hmm. is a fundamental belief that I have. And yeah. in that, what Jesus is saying is, there is no other way to the Father except through me. So I can't believe that somebody from a different religion is correct. I okay. can't. I but can't does even that mean that you that. can't be unified with them? No, so, because I think that we can still choose to celebrate the, the, the differences that we can have. But ultimately, oh, here we go. Ultimately, I do believe that somebody, you're going to say this and you're going to hate me for saying this, I do believe that somebody that is not a Christian and does not profess Jesus is going to hell. <laughs> right? Oh, we're going to Rob Bell this conversation? Yeah. Oh, we're going to go there? Right? Because I, I have to. That's a fundamental truth that I have to hold to in order to be me and to be true to the revelation of God that I feel like I've received. So then you do not believe that you can agree to disagree and be in unity with people. I, they sure, have but to. You're trying to so, find so, that no, fundamental so, definition no, of unity. So let me, let me put it this way. In our, in our broadcast of Woodstock, we have a homelessness issue. Sure. Could we then work with the, the new mosque that's coming to town? Could we work with them to combat homelessness 100%. and be in unity with them? I, I think, think so. you can be unified in, in your approach to love and unified in making a difference in your city without celebrating the same beliefs. Again, that's what I'm trying to say, though. Like, I'm trying to put very practical into our uncomfortableness sure. of going, okay. He like, sits yeah. on this couch for one episode, and he <laughs> gets all poking holes and stuff. Oh. This is so nice. The pressure's not on me at all, right? You guys need to be separated, okay? <laughs> <laughs> right? You guys but, need to be disunified. No, I, I want to take us out of the simple and be like, oh, yeah, like, we need to unify. I'm saying, can you be unified with somebody mm-hmm. who you have a deep dis- disagreement with at the core of who you are, but go... But I can walk in unify, unity with that person because they are, they're human, they have mm-hmm. value, they're important. Huh. And even though I disagree with their, their stance, mm-hmm. I disagree with their passion, I see value in who they are, sure. and I can celebrate that value, mm-hmm. and I can honor that value and work in partnership of some extent with that person. Or is it like, no, you can't be unified if, if at the core mm-hmm. they disagree with your belief system. So I think... Christians don't do a good job at this because I think that the answer is yes. We can still fight together for a collective common good. I think we can still choose to celebrate each other. And I think the biggest thing that I have is I choose to celebrate other people's religions and faiths because of the tenacity with which they pursue them. Right? I have a lot of respect for people, from, from, for example, like an Islamic faith, 
because I'm like, you guys are you guys are pretty hardcore when it comes down to it. Now, automatically, I think what comes to mind is extremists. No, no, I'm talking about people who are like genuinely, of course, are are yeah. part of that Led faith. With conviction. Yeah, and I'm like, man, your con- conviction is the word, life. right? You live a disciplined, conviction-led life, and I can I can really appreciate that and honor that, and maybe even be convicted personally by Holy Spirit about that because, mm-hmm. huh. There's areas of my life that I actually need to pursue holiness in instead of being lazy or relaxed about them, right? And trying to justify yeah. my own kind of desires and wants. My, my favorite thing that happened when I was... Not my favorite thing that happened when I was a kid. That's such a thing to say. But um, something that happened to me when I was a kid. Uh, that is a Dark on this couch. Yeah, that, that is a, a positive, positive thing. Man, this story is not going well. Cut, cut, cut. Thanks, Isaiah. Um, was we used to do this thing called like uh, we would have dinners in people's homes. Uh, it's pre-COVID. You could actually go over to somebody else's home and have a what dinner. What a concept. What a concept. No, because no, we used to have like a street party and my parents would organize this where like everybody on the street was invited and we would actually go from people's houses. And so like we'd have um, uh, dessert at somebody's home and then we'd have, I don't know why I started with dessert, but you know, you'd have appetizer at somebody's home. You'd have the main course at somebody else's home, dessert at somebody else's home. You Somebody else had a pool. So you'd have the pool party at the end at somebody else's house. And it was an opportunity to get cigars to, and whiskeys at somebody's house. Well, yeah, but we don't talk about that. Uh, no, but and no, that's so, just unifying. And so my parents organized the very first one for our street and we probably had like maybe 12, 13 houses on this street say, yeah, we'd love to do that. Great opportunity to meet the neighbors. Now my parents, believing in Jesus wholeheartedly, wanted to do this in a way that would be like an effective witness for Jesus. But they were mindful of the fact that there were people from so many, there's like, there's uh, some Masons down the road and there's some people that are Hindu here and there's some people that are, it's like, I, okay, we're not gonna, we're not bringing it up. We're not doing this to be like, when people come to our house, we're gonna pray to Jesus and then everybody's gonna get saved. It's like, no, no, we just wanna get to know people. We wanna be a great witness for for Jesus on our street just by being amazingly friendly and great and, and gracious hosts and all that kind of jazz shot themselves in the foot a little bit because they scheduled it during Ramadan. <laughs> and so and so there's this there's this family and they're like celebrating Ramadan, which means that technically they, they are going to go and break the fast with their community after sunset, right? And I'm I don't want to butcher this. I'm not an expert when it comes to Ramadan or those holidays. And I know it's a bit of a touchy topic right now. So but but they they get invited to this massive feast for the city and for the city for the street. Um, during like a fast for them, right? It'd be like somebody's doing the Daniel fast and you invite them over for pizza at your house. And they're it's like, too soon. Okay. Cool. It's, it's yeah, jb has been rocking that Daniel fast life. But, but you know, it's like, hey, why don't you come over to our house and watch us eat? Mm-hmm. It'd be great. These people brought a meal to every single home. Uh-huh. And when it came to their home, now these people don't drink at all. When it came to their home, one of the other people literally brought a keg of beer to this house. Not knowing that they they are completely dry home and probably after serving alcohol in their home they would have to do some 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 cleansing genuinely of their of their space in their home, and they were the first people to serve mm-hmm. the beer to people that were there and they the most gracious hosts they brought food that they were not going to be eating and they came to hang out and to talk with people and and then and then politely excused themselves to go break the break the the fast that they had had that day with their community mm-hmm. after sunset. And I'm sitting there saying to myself, man, we've got some major disagreements, but you guys are the most amazing people I've ever met in my entire life. Wow. 100%. wow. 100%. Does that look like unity to you? Is that what you're looking for? I think so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, you asking, I'm asking the questions. Holes. Oh my I'm asking goodness. the questions. I, I just, I, it's easy to say, I think from an outside perspective that unity is this beautiful thing and you don't have to have alignment. And then when you put it into like real day life, 
can I can I can I do ministry in partnership mm. with sure. someone with a different theological belief than me? Yeah, I don't think that unity has to equal agreement, right? We don't have to agree on everything, but unity is 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 a is an expression of love. Mm-hmm. Okay, right? so if that's true, how do you protect yourself from selling out? Because that would be what people would say. Well, if you did, if sure. you, if, if Movement Church was to work in partnership with a synagogue or a uh, a mosque or a Hindu temple, and we were going to do something together as a collective outreach, mm-hmm. people are like, you can't do that. That that's mm-hmm. wrong. Even though the issue that we're trying to tackle is real, like homelessness or 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 poverty or or food poverty, right? But that's wrong. You can't work with them because at the core of what who they are, we don't agree with them. My mic's falling. Seven B going first. <laughs> yeah, God's trying to deal with me right now. He's taking. I, the mic I think away. you need to answer this. No, how, that's how not throwing to the couch. How would you're you in the hot this. seat, yeah. dude. This isn't my responsibility. Lead pastor movement church. How would you do this? <laughs> JB is literally going. You threw this at me to put me in the hot seat like two minutes ago, so you could actually crucify me on 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 on, right. on, on live camera here. When JB but, agreed to host, I have a lot of respect for you now. I I like to put pressure on you when I'm sitting over there, and my favorite thing to do. Probably my favorite part of the week is just putting pressure on you. I love it. So no, but seriously, like we would get, we would be destroyed. So how do you not? How can you have unity like that and not be a seller? How do you have integrity and unity? At the same I don't time? know. I I think in town, um, I saw there was a church that would rent their facility for uh, Islamic uh, faith group uh, community, and I mean they they did get. Oh, crucified, sure. if that's the right term to use. Maybe yeah. um, an extreme term. But, yeah. but, okay. but for me, I, I personally, um, I respected that because that's an act of love. That's an act of self-sacrifice, yeah. right? Yeah. And whatever we could do to be a good witness to our community, that is more important than our personal preferences. Oof. It's tough. Okay. I'll pose my question now. To you. No, no I'm just kidding. JB's to, the host. To the couches. To the couches. This is the, the last couch. time I yeah. host. <laughs> <laughs> JB's like, oh, this will be a little simple yeah. conversation. I'm like, nope, we're let's, going let's deep. Do it. This is throat. tough. It's tough. Okay, so the question I would have is now, we've talked about the idea of like working together in unity. Mm. At one point in time, does unity actually have to come? And maybe this is more of a of an internally church forward yeah. conversation. But at one point in time, does unity actually have to come to the exclusion? At what point in time does uh-huh. fighting for unity actually mean that we we refuse to do that with you, mm-hmm. or we we are not going to continue to align ourselves with you, or we're actually going to ask that you leave? So I will give an unity. answer to that. I just want to highlight, though, my question was not answered. I'm just throwing that. Threw a question oh, to the coaches. Oh, and I shared just, a beautiful story. Got, no, the last I one vulnerable. I just said about being where's the line, but it's okay. I'll 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 I'll, I'll let my my question slip. We'll come back to uh, it at a Q and A when you're hosting. Um, <laughs> for me. I think as a person who leads an organization, right? So organizationally and organizational sure. unity. So, so this is beyond humanistic unity, all that stuff, is when it's becoming detrimental to the mission and vision that, I, that we have on mm. our house. Mm. So, so for me, there would be times where we have to break away from support. Sure. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily unity. Not necessarily going. I believe in you. I I I pray for you. I have mm-hmm. love for you. I have a heart, whatever. But I I have to break away from from displayed support. Yeah. Because I have to protect the organization I've been called to lead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've I've heard you said this um, behind closed doors, and you do it. With oh, great! Now you're <laughs> no. 
I'm not outing you. <laughs> outed. Um, I get it. I get this spot. So yeah. it's my opportunity. That's no. right. That's oh, right. He's <laughs> authority. And this was the last episode JB was on. Uh, yeah. He's going to call me um, old right now. Also the last yeah. episode Coke sponsored. Yeah. yeah. Good. No, um, you, you've done it with such grace and integrity, um, but you, we've made decisions um, that, that have been at a cost to us sometimes where mm-hmm. we can't in good conscience endorse a, a business or a, a person or an organization, um, or an organization because that that is a bad witness for us to our community. We, as a church, we we believe that the church is the one organization in a community that fights for those who don't exist within the organization already. Yeah. We are not a church that it you know it just serves our people. Mm-hmm. We are actually called as an organization to reach out to the people that aren't a part of our organization. Mm-hmm. And so with that at the premise of who we are, at the core of our identity, we actually have to ensure that everything that we represent, everything that we're associated with, um, is held in good light in the community and, and um, is for the community, right? And for the health of our community. And so we've, we've had to make some tough decisions of disassociation or... Mm-hmm. Um, or, or just you know, you know, distancing ourselves. Not necessarily like hard ties. Like I don't agree with you. There, no. there, there's, there is so much opportunity for disagreement. I think that that's the beauty of unity is we can have different beliefs and celebrate each other's differences. But when it comes at a detriment of of our purpose and our mission and our vision, mm-hmm. then I think that there has to be a, a distancing. And, and I would, and, and I would be careful to say that that distancing isn't disunity mm-hmm. um and maybe i sound really weak in that you do right like i, I get it <laughs> i'm not sure like how, <laughs> I, like, I'm, how i'm coming how, back i'm coming back Quick to, your to oh, respond to that no because wow. i want to come back to your question we go, go. um but <laughs> i'm feeling really insecure today oh. um, rails today. um but it sounds it could sound weak but here's what i mean because i have to go I got to protect my the organization I'm called to lead. I got to protect the, the the witness that this organization has. Mm-hmm. I can't tie myself to what you're doing. Yeah. I can't publicly come out and support that 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 statements or or that mindset or or whatever. We have to actually distance ourselves. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm disunified yeah. with you in the sense that I don't want to see you succeed. That yeah. I don't want to see you do what you're called to do. 100%. No, I can agree that man. Yeah. Look, listen, that's the call on on your church, or that's the call on on your social justice movement. That, yeah. I, I'm with you in yeah. that. I'm in unity on that. We're we're both like if if, if it's a Christian church, we're, we're both preaching the gospel of Jesus. Like Same message, we're in yeah. unity. Yeah. But for what we're standing for, we have to actually distant. So so. We actually received, so I'll give an example of this. Um, There was a pastor who was um, uh, arrested uh, recently for defying the court orders. Um, And this was locally. And we received a Facebook message from one of our members saying, will you actually stand up for this person or will you will you just stay silent? Like, how long are we going to be silent as a church? Um, and I, I, I I'm, going, the I'm going for that. I actually was the one who responded, and I'll take full ownership of this. Um, but I said we can love that person and we can pray for that that pastor. Um, 
but it actually we've chosen to take a certain stance and and i don't want to politicize this conversation but when we take a stance of love for our community that means that we have to sacrifice some some of our own personal preferences do we do we agree that churches should uh should should have the freedom to express yes absolutely but we believe at movement that our methods can change the message remains the same so how do we change our methods so i'm going to push just a little bit because i I just want to bring clarity because not everyone's been down this journey of where we're at yeah um in the way that we are like man the message of love that we are sending is that we're staying in because this is actually great about unity the message we're giving of love that you said like we've chosen love to love our community. And so we've not opened and we've not taken the stance of we're going to fight. In the same way, that pastor who got arrested is was opening his church is saying, I'm taking a position of love. 100%. And I'm going to love my community by being yeah. open yeah. And, and fighting for, for the church to be open. Yeah. We would both argue that we're, what we're doing is from a position of love. Yeah. Our unity is we both believe that church is essential. We both believe that God wants to use the church to bring freedom to people. We both believe God is, is like we're, we're in unity where we disagree is what that expression of love looks okay. like. And yeah. the best way to communicate that to the community. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so I can go, yes, I I'm with that pastor in mm-hmm. unity who is wanting to hold his church service or her church mm-hmm. service because of the fact that they see that as the, the best way to serve and love their community. Mm-hmm. I'm in unity. But I can't support that publicly right. or or support that through teaching mm-hmm. or endorse it because I actually disagree with the action of how they're loving their community mm-hmm. from my theological, my my perspective, and my understanding of Scripture. Yeah. Doesn't mean I'm disunified with them. Mm-hmm. I'm in unity. You can still pray for them. I can pray you for can them, still... but I can't support, I can't promote, right. I can't stand because I actually disagree mm-hmm. and feel that that would be a hindrance to the mission and vision that we're called to do as movement church. So how do you fight for unity? It seems to me John? as though this is... Yeah, no, 100%. This is where I'm at. There we go. I, so it seems to me as though that... And you're saying, you know, I feel like I'm coming across as weak on the definition of unity. And I think like even our original definition that we started operating in is is lent towards a, like more of a politically correct, uh, maybe slightly weaker definition of unity as opposed to like the, the version of unity where it's like, we are working together and we are unified, right? Like, mm-hmm. I want to be unified with my spouse. I don't want to be coexisting. I don't want to be celebrating what she's doing. I want to hold her hand and I want to be proud to be with her and unified with her. Yeah. Hello. Uh, but, but come on now. But uh, I want to be moving to, together in the same direction with no disagreements or no misalignments. Mm. So, it's, so, yeah, that's where I'm going to come back at it a little bit as a devil's advocate to well, be like, does that mean that we're creating unity as a token phrase? We are unified. Well, I, but I disagree with you fundamentally, and I actually think that you're incredibly wrong and might even, might even say you deserve to be where you are right now. Not talking about the hypothetical situation that was talk- oh talked goodness. about. I'm talking about another one. Wow. Right? Wow. I'm playing the devil's advocate because so, y'all know so who I am. You, if anybody's been watching this, you guys know so who I am. So if we're taking this on a relational Hold level. Hold on. I'm wearing you, an essential shirt so there we that go. everyone knows that oh, the church is essential. Oh, there come we go. on. Now. Okay, fair. <laughs> and okay. essential oils. Uh, you've taken a stance. Yes. Take me to your JB. Yes. Yeah. Do you think that in a relationship, in a marriage, that you can disagree on issues? Oof. And still be unified? Oh. I'm going to defer that question to the lead pet. No, just kidding. Um, I would say God. that it is worth pushing past disagreements together and finding a place for those agreements. And agreements are found in 
submission. And I know that that's not a popular conversation, but it is a biblical mm-hmm. conversation. At some so point in time, I, if Sarah and I have a disagreement, she is going to have to submit to me my as the loving husband that I am. Shout out Sarah Slater. Um, she, we will have conversations. Check about out the that. comments and see <laughs> if she agrees. <laughs> we will. We will have that conversation. We will wrestle yeah. that. But in my home, we are going to come to an agreement on that because I don't want there to be any disagreements that would affect okay, the unity of our marriage. Okay, but I think you're putting an unfair. I think you're doing a typical liberal thing here, where you're taking Ooh. an extreme scenario, going, "This is what we're going to base How the cause on." Dare you on. call me a liberal? Uh, right? <laughs> you a liberal? I'm the conservative. How have the roles changed? I, know. I love this seat. It's, it's, it's how awesome. you know I'm playing the I devil's just advocate. I became a conservative. That's wow, right. that's right. Right? Sorry, uh, what are you saying? Okay, no, how. I don't think it's fair to go the unity that's expected in a marriage or a family is the same unity mm-hmm. to be expected in organizations. I am not called to love you the way I love my wife. Mm-hmm. I'm not called Thank to God serve. Praise the name. That's right. <laughs> Y'all got that really Shout out weird. Amber Price. <laughs> Y'all got it really weird there. That's all. But I'm not called to serve you the way I serve my family. Mm-hmm. Right? You, you can't take what, what, no, you're right. Inside a marriage, there needs to be unity, one heart, one mind, one soul, one vision, sure. one direction. Inside, but there's still inside differences of opinion. There's still difference of opinion. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you, you still have to be able to be like, no, like, I, I, the Bible says you, can, you have to be equally yoked, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you, sure. you, ha- you can't have... Uh, difference of opinion, how to load the dishwasher, genuine disagreement, how to spend your money, right? Like, well, there's got to be yeah. unity sure. in, the, in the goals and things and, and all that stuff. How you cut your hair, JB. Shout out, producer Isaiah. Right, but but nonetheless, <laughs> how you do those things, like like that's fine. But unit, so I, I but I don't think that level of unity that I need in a coherent family mm. is the same thing that has to be done between a thousand people that attend Movement mm. Church. Oh, interesting. So you're saying that actually you would put a looser sense of unity on. Uh, a, a church staff, a church leadership team, a church. As so, people who if I don't, how do you can, how can we say you can belong before you believe? Mm-hmm. Fair. Or, I mean, Good in question. our in our conversation about how to leave, how and when to leave a church, we said that you could you could support a vision of a church without agreeing with some mm-hmm. some of the fundamental beliefs. I think ultimately it comes back to submission. Yes. Right. Ultimately, it comes back to. I'm going to remind you of that when we talk later yeah, this afternoon. Okay. Oh, dear. <laughs> Remember no, what you said about submission? Yeah, yeah. I need to talk to you. I mean, saying? Ultimately, it does come down to submission, right? Unity is not necessarily this utopian mm-hmm. paradise. But Unity again, is I don't hard. Think so, because then, then I can't say, we can't say what we said about this scenario. Then, then I have to submit and go, yeah, I got to stand up and put out a poster of support this pastor who got arrested. Sure. And that's, and that's what I'm saying is like, I would say that we are. Uh, I'm not making an overarching organizational statement. I'm saying hypothetically, mm-hmm. you are disunified with that in, that individual, and that's not the worst thing. I would say that there's different levels of unity. Fair, mm-hmm. and that's good. and sure. I feel that different depending on relationship and mm-hmm. depending on the common ground. Mm-hmm. That that level of unity is different. Yeah. I'm I'm way more unified with Amber than I am with any of our staff. Mm-hmm. I'm way more unified Present with our name. staff than I am with most of our adherents. I'm way more unified Appearance. with our well, people Good who word. attend our church, Good word. congregants, uh, <laughs> members, partners. partners. Uh, I'm way more unified with our partners than I am with partners who attend uh, another church. Sure. Mm-hmm. I'm way more unified with overall Christians that are, than mm-hmm. those of another faith. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I would come full circle to say, not playing devil's advocate anymore because it was fun, but it's not where I want to land, um, that that doesn't cheapen the definition of unity. That no. doesn't cheapen the definition of love. There's just layers to the conversation, mm-hmm. and there's layers to unity. And just because we aren't actively working together towards something does not mean that I am fighting against you, does mm-hmm. not mean that I am trying so, to 
So let me ask the question. Okay. How do you fight for unity in a relationship or in a circumstance where you have fundamental disagreements? You got to go to the basic core. You, you got so so for me. Your basic core is fundamentally different. How how that's what it do is. you do? You define unity different in that situation. I, I would. Yeah, I would. So what would that look like? You're going to define differently unity differently so that it works. Sure. No, I that's, think that's weakening the definition of unity. I'm a Gen Xer. Suck it. Oh no. <laughs> Do you, do you find I want everything ground? black and white millennials. Okay, cool. Do yeah. you find common ground in, in an area where there's not a lot of common ground? Yeah. So, I, I well, so, so I mean, I think there's two folds to this uh, that, again, like always, like this is such, we expected this to not be a very intense conversation. This For a conversation wrestle. around unity, there's no lot of unity. I don't want you guys to start a film. I don't even know how long yeah. we've been in this conversation. Is it? We're all right. They're not too bad. <laughs> I'm like, um, to answer your question, here, here's what I think is really important and it's hard because it just you just bring in so much stuff mm. i think love is a really important step in unity and so therefore like i said there can be unity with me in a completely different faith because we're going to love our community enough that together we'll serve to fight homelessness mm-hmm. well yeah we have a different belief system we have a different but we're in unity of making a difference in our community. Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing. So I love here in our community, we, mm-hmm. at Christmas time, we did, uh, you know, a, we gave away a lot of money, right? And it was really cool. We gave all this money. We showed up at businesses. We showed up people's homes, paper, mm-hmm. did all this. At the same time we did that, the, the moss that's uh, birthing here in Woodstock uh, bought pizza for people yeah. on yeah. Christmas Day. Just, yeah. just hundreds of dollars of free pizza to the community. Mm-hmm. All you no no excuse no you just had to show up at at uh, mm-hmm. it was pizza pizza and get a pizza that is beautiful mm-hmm. and I can in unity go man like they're serving people we're serving people mm-hmm. sure our our motives may be a little bit mm-hmm. different sure. but at the end of the day what are we showing we're showing love we're serving our community I think that's beautiful mm-hmm. I can be in unity in partnership like mm-hmm. that because it's awesome mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so I, I fight to I, find the place that so, I can so be I think with that you. we could find. We can find unity in humanity, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah, we're both human, and because we're both human, there's value That's in good. who we are. What I think is a struggle in today's culture mm-hmm. that creates the problem is our definitions, our perspectives are so skewed by our beliefs in the sense that, I don't know about you, I look at certain circumstances and I don't even understand the thought process of that person sure. that's allowed them to get there. I'm genuinely confused by why. So, you so are where you because are. you brought it up, and because people already hate me, <laughs> I'm gonna go for it. I look at the guy who got arrested, the pastor who got arrested, and it has taken me weeks to wrestle through how he could do that and have a claim that he's walking in the call of God. Because my initial perspective is. God would never want us to do that. My initial theological alignment is, man, I don't see how you line up scripture and, and I think you're stretching in your perspective that this is a Nazi regime and all these things. Like, I, I, I just don't get it. Everything, I, I study everything, I read everything, I fill myself, all my presupposed ideas stand in opposition to that mindset and say, no, this is how you love, this is how you do it. And it took me time to sit and go, no, he thinks the exact same way about me. Mm-hmm. 
He's looking going, how could you stay closed? How could you not care about the Gospels? How could you not be a a, a hospital and and, and all? And and he's looking at me with the exact same perspective. I'm Mm -hmm. looking at him going, how could you do that? He's going, how could you not do that? And we have to come to some spot and go, no, no, no. Like I said, his definition of how he's loving his community and my definition of how we're loving our community are very opposingly different. Mm -hmm. But the heartbeat actually is one of wanting to love our community and spread the gospel. Right. Hmm. So I can't align myself with what he's doing, mm. but I can be in unity with the heartbeat behind what his goal is. Right. I can't support him publicly, yeah. but I can pray that God uses him and protects him and stands with him. Yeah, I think, I think you've found common ground. I think, I think that's where I'd like to land this conversation. Um, in a, in a world that's divided, even within our own religious faith, um, we have so many disagreements. We have yeah. so many opportunities for division. But what unity can be is an opportunity to find common ground and see another perspective. It yes. doesn't necessarily mean you have to agree with it, but you can see another perspective and not be so... Um, planted and rooted in your own perspective your own potentially a bias if i if i dare say it um but it it allows if you can see another perspective and why they've chosen to make that decision whether that be a lifestyle whether that be a belief whether that be a faith if you can see that then you can at least appreciate it and then you have an opportunity for common ground and you have an opportunity for an uh, unity Mm -hmm. without agreement and can i say something that's really scary I could be wrong in my bias. What? Mm. I've had a lot of things in my life that in my 20s I was very strong about. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, this is truth. Why'd you look at me when you said that? Because yeah, well, <laughs> you're still in your 20s. <laughs> right? um, and now that I'm in my 40s, I'm like, I don't know if that was as black and white as what I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think there's something beautiful about you know, going on the journey to mm-hmm. see the other perspective. Right, like, like, I think there's something really powerful about God in that. I'm saying, okay, you know what? Everything in my like, so like we know this. We, you've seen the social media dilemma or whatever it's called, where where it showed like it, it's is we know it to be true. Mm-hmm. Social media knows you, knows what you like, and sends you the articles you already agree in. Mm-hmm. Right? It sends you that, and and it's so funny to me. And so therefore, we we like social media is dividing our country because people are like. We'll we'll do a throwback. People are like, Trump is like the man of God. Trump is the devil, right? And mm-hmm. depending where you stood on that, your articles, your social media, everything fed that mm-hmm. mindset to you, and it divided the. He country. still can't see any of those articles. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Now we don't know that, if he exists actually, because he's not on social. <laughs> that was really really funny. In, but in but, this in this age. If you aren't on Facebook, do you exist? Facebook? Like, well, only okay. okay, okay you're okay. only saying that because you are, right, are old, right? right. right? I'm getting uh, Facebook is for grandmas now. Is what I just was told by my kids. Um, right? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Right. So, but but what I'm meaning is, so your social media is feeding you a perspective that you you want to agree in, mm-hmm. and it's only when you can get to a spot and say, okay, maybe maybe there's a human on the other side of that story. That's right. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's another perspective. And I actually owe it to myself to at least engage with the other perspective. So I say this to you guys as leaders of the time. You, you got to read books that tick you off. You, you brought up Rob Bell, right? Oh, like, glory. Like you, but you got to read a book that disagrees with your theology every mm-hmm. now and then 
to go, I'm, at bare minimum, need my eyes open to the arguments I so I can defend them. Yeah. At, at, at maybe, I might see a different perspective. That's good. Right? Like, you, you've got to engage. And if you can do that, mm -hmm. then you can sit across the table from someone who has a different belief system than you mm -hmm. in their faith, in their sexuality, in their, their value of humanity, in their, their expressions, and go... Mm -hmm. I may disagree, but I, mm -hmm. I at least need to be educated. I at least right. need to understand why you're there. I at least need to understand. And then there can be unity of going, you're valuable. Yeah, we're so dramatically opposed, but I think I like where you're landing this, is we can choose to fight to find the mm -hmm. common ground and choose to fight to find the places where we can be unified. And, and, um, and unity and, doesn't have to be support. Sure. Yeah. I think that's important to say. Yeah. Unity doesn't have to be... So let's find the lowest common denominator and then just sit there. And, or because we're unified, I have to agree with everything you agree with. I have to do it the way you want it to be done. And I have to physically or verbally or financially support. Mm -hmm. You need to be like, I fought for the common thing and now I can stand in love with you mm -hmm. sure. and belief in you. But I don't necessarily have to support you mm -hmm. to be in unity. Yeah. Let's land it there. I am so glad that you've been a part of this roller coaster conversation. Uh, I appreciate <laughs> the grace that you have. Again. <laughs> oh boy, that's right. That's I appreciate right. the grace that you have to sit in on this conversation. In a conversation around unity, there was definitely a lot of uh, opinion and and I would dare I say a disagreement. Um, but the reality is that if we can demonstrate um, that we can we can find uh, merit. In, 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 in within ourselves, then I think that that's an encouragement that we can do that um, in our day-to-day -day lives. I want to encourage you um, to, to walk in the example that Jesus set out. Jesus found opportunity to step across the line. He didn't have a picket sign. He had a towel. He, he served. And, and when we put our, aside our, our preferences, our opinions, our perspectives, that allows us to look at things with clarity. That allows us to look at people for who they are, you know, and, and who God's created them. We believe that God has created each and every individual with a purpose, with a plan, and with a future. And so with that, I would encourage you to look at that person not as an enemy, mm -hmm. but as an opportunity for you to love and invest in them. Find a way that you can demonstrate love Find a way that you can demonstrate unity without having to agree. You don't have to agree, but you do have to love. We are called to love. I hope this conversation has been challenging. It's been challenging for me uh, sitting in this seat. It's, uh, it's been eye-opening. Uh, I want to fight for unity uh, for, for us. <laughs> That's right, on these couches. Yes. Um, I, I hope this uh, uh, conversation has encouraged you. I want to I say, would you walk in faith and love today? Um, if you have questions, we actually want to open this up. This is a conversation that we're having, but we actually want to uh, kind of receive some feedback. We've been getting some messages of, you know, hey, you should talk about this. And so we've been going on that journey, but I would encourage you, if you have questions, or if you want us to talk about a conversation that you're struggling with, that's what this is for. This is to stretch in our faith. How do we apply our faith to our life, to our context? When we're going out into our community, how do we fight for unity? And so if you have questions, would you email one of us? You can email, I'm just going to throw it, John. Wow. Uh, I think yeah. he's our go-to. John at We Are Moving. Uh, send us a message. I hope this message has encouraged you. Would you have an awesome day? And would you fight for unity? <laughs>